Mike, when you hear those dulcet tones of John Daly, you know that the boys are cracking the mics again. How you doing? I'm doing great, Helmut. Um, you know, that that makes me think about drinking uh, vodka and um, Arnie Palmer. <laughs> Arnie Palmer. Arnie that's what we've got coming up. We're going to do a little Valspar recap as well as maybe touching on sort of the Arnold Palmer, sort of see where our tumescence is, how how rotted up we are for that next tournament. And we've got uh, Mike debuting his new segment, Just the Tip, where he's going to give a, a hack and a scratch, a little insight into the game, how to improve their uh, scores or just improve something about the game. So that'll just, be exciting. Just the tip, guys. Just the tip, Mikey. Just it's going to be a good segment, I think. So, yeah, Valspar is in the books now. Mikey, your first takeaways, now that the dust is settled on – Tiger kind of tickling our uh, funny bone, our excitement here. Yeah, so um, it's Tiger. I mean, come on. I mean, that was uh, that was something of the old, wasn't it? I mean, with the with the red out there and dropping forty four foot putts on seventeen to 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 make, give himself a chance gave us all a little bit of hope, right? You know, I was just looking at. Um, well, we were talking about this earlier, but the rating of the uh, so the rating of the Valspar. Uh, was TV rating was like five point something. It was it was above five. Mm-hmm. Three of the majors last year, excluding the Masters, ranked in TV rating below four. Really? Yeah. I'd say I I never know whenever there's some rating system like that where they use this weird number. Like how the hell does it train? Is it like the Richter scale where like a four to a five is like a magnitude yeah, of a hundred times that? better? I don't know. Where did they get that number? I, I never know about the Nielsen boxes. That was always like the big thing when we were younger, right? It was like, oh, do you have a, my family has a Nielsen box. I'm like, what is some guy, some Nielsen guy comes over and like installs it in the middle of the night or something? Are, I, I are never, they watching us? Like, right. Yeah. Well, everyone's being watched now, Mike. We know that. Everyone can be heard now. Big yeah. brother's out there, Mikey. I know. But yeah, Tiger, you were touching on that 44-footer. That was where... You know, we were discussing it, chatting about it during the tournament, and I was asking you if Casey's score was going to even be caught at this point because it was—it looked like it was tough out there. I don't know he he carded that score because it was like not many birdies to be had out there on Sunday, right? No, no. I mean, you looked at uh, you looked at the top of the leaderboard there, um, and you saw Garcia making a move. He shot 60, uh, 66. No, sorry, 65. He shot six under. Casey shot 65 as well, six under. Um, and the rest of the guys up there just kind of, um, you know, a few under par. Um, even par kind of was a pretty good score. Um, Garcia and, and Casey went nuts. Um, but that that golf course uh, is, is a position golf course. Um, you're forced with a lot of long clubs in your hands into the par fours on second shots. And then you got the snake pit to finish, the snake pit, uh, 15 <laughs> through 18. Uh, very, very demanding holes. Um, mm-hmm. So you're, you're just trying to go through those holes at even par. And, um, you know, for, for Tiger to, to, to just give us, you know, some excitement there at the end, 
uh, with that birdie putt. But yeah, it was tremendous. But if you look at it, I mean, he had 44 feet on 17, and he had uh, you know something something resembling 44 feet on 18. It wasn't that far, but you know he didn't have a great close close range look at it. So the, the percentages on him, on him making two in a row like that were, I mean, that's. Yeah, but that's what we almost demand of him. We expect him to be superhuman like that, right? When we get a glimpse, when we get a peek at a tug at Superman's cape with that 44-footer, you expect him to make everything at that point. Here, let's just get the audio here to get everything moving on that 44-footer, the reaction here. Yeah, let's listen to that. Are you serious? Are you serious? crowd got into it mikey oh man everyone wanted it they were on the edge of their seats i remember we were all going back and forth just saying what if tiger buries this almost facetiously and then he just stroked it the wrist looked nice he was solid that whole swing on the putter you're right you're right because he he looked so calm and natural as opposed to kind of earlier like the hero and stuff he was just sort of white knuckling everything yes yeah that's a great point um his his wrist his left wrist in particular, looked very relaxed at a dress and and stayed so quiet mm-hmm. uh, through 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 the entire week. Uh, it was so impressive to watch him putt, wasn't it? Yeah, because that's that's been the thing in this this comeback from him, right? Is that he's he's all over the place from from the tee, but he still makes incredible saves. The short game is starting to really heat up, right? So yeah. I mean, sort of the toughest part that a lot of guys lack, he's got dialed in right now. So. I mean, he's, if he just starts cleaning up the, the driver or maybe staying away from the driver, I mean, he should be back in the mix, right? Yeah, and let's, let's not, uh, I guess, overlook the fact that he recorded the highest swing speed on tour yeah, that's so crazy. far this year off the 14th tee. And I guess we should all go fuse our backs, Saturday. right? What are we doing with these <laughs> these independent spines and stuff? We should just fuse it all, just put a rod, just put a, a driver right up my spine instead of even a vertebrae, you know? It sounds like that's the way to go. Somebody, I think it might have been like Brandel Chambly, said that it, this might be the, the back fusion, might be the new Tommy John. Yeah, right. Golf. <laughs> It'll be the Tiger Fusion or something. Tiger. They're going to name it the Eldrick. Instead of the L2, the L3 or whatever in the back, the Eldrick 2 and the Eldrick 3 Fusion. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about then, you know, the snake pit you were getting into. There was the other guy who was making kind of a run before Casey went to the clubhouse. Patrick Reed looked like he was going to run away with it, right? Yeah, with the red shirt on as well. Yeah, well, his was coming in as like a salmon on my screen. I don't know if maybe I didn't have my my TV tuned up or had left it on too long, but... It, it, it kept uh, coming looser and looser from, from the waistline, too. I mean, some of those shots, I don't know how he gets around that torso. There was the one where he kind of helicoptered the finish and just had some serious action on the ball and hammered one in. Yeah, he's one of those guys who's never going to be like in great shape. Right. He's, he's, he's got some girth there in the in the stomach, and he just kind of throws it out in front. Sort of uses it to his advantage, kind of gets a little advantage. momentum with it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> gets it out in front. And, and that was a classic example there on the par five, the helicopter shot mm. where he just got, you know, he just got the stomach out in front and kind of held that thing up <laughs> up high and twirled it around, you know, to really hold the face off. Uh, right. Quite dramatic. That was a great shot, though. Yeah, here was – Sound. I, let's, can, yeah. we, can we find that? Yeah, let's drop that. I, I found the commentary on it pretty interesting. Here was when Patrick Reed did that uh, – Wild helicopter shot. Wow. Yeah, that was a helicopter. Well, that was what he was working on. 
the helicopter finish. Yes, it was looked just oh, like that. Oh, and Reed pounds it up there. And I told you he was working on that on the range, and it was that helicopter finish. Yeah, the, the one announcer, I don't remember who was up in the booth on the mics, but he was obsessed. He kept saying, hey, I saw him on the range, working on it on the range, the helicopter, helicopter. Like He was getting paid by the word, saying that he watched him on the range and that here's the helicopter finish. She was so proud of it. Those two guys seemed like, I don't know what the hell they were doing on the commentary. They were terrible from what I could tell, right? right. They're like asleep at the wheel. They're like, hold on, wait, do I have value here? Yeah. Did he, wait, did he think he was going to like win an Emmy or something for that call? Like That's what it seemed like. Like I'm going for all this, guys. I'm going to show you how professional I am. I was, <laughs> I was out sleeping on the range last night, and I caught him with this helicopter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was uh, that's who was that? Do you know who that was? I, I don't remember who the guys were. Um, yeah, yeah. Unless it's Nancy Boy with that you know sweet voice. I don't know any of those guys calling any golf right now. I got to bone up on the announcers. You know, big fan of it's those guys. Fami- usually, it's a familiar voice. It's escaping me right now. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, that guy. Come on, it was it was putting the spotlight on himself there. Hey, I, I've been watching this so thing. This I mean, is time this, to shine. I, I knew this was coming, and this is the moment for for me and for him. Um, but the sound of that strike. Yeah, that, that sounded real shot. clean, you right? You hear that again? Wow. I mean, that that thing is a beautiful... It sounds like a fake sound, like one of these, yeah. right? One of my fake ones. It, it does. It really does. <laughs> yeah, but... I mean, that's he hit that cock flush, for that sure. just flushed. But that was it was an insane shot, too, because he smashes it, and somehow it catches on the green, because it didn't really it roll stayed. much after, it right? It yeah. too. I figured that thing would carry and just fly off the back of the green, but I mean that was That's that was an insane wood. shot. That was an insane shot. I thought. Yeah. The other guy. So like we were talking about, it seemed like a couple of the early guys, like you said, Garcia and uh, Paul Casey, who were scorching it on Sunday. But a lot of the later guys, it wasn't like the conditions changed where earlier it was you know more favorable or anything. But Justin Rose, we watched. He had an epic collapse where you always commented on the guys who are kind of robotic and like machines out there with regard to their form and how they play. You've always said he's a big time uh, robot. So do you think one of the cogs came out or something? Cause he was, he did not look comfortable. He had those stupid like old man glasses on the cataract glasses he that he Casey wears. Both had those glasses. On. Oh, is that the new look? Maybe it, I, it's a British thing. Okay. I, <laughs> That's I they, they've got their style, right? Yeah. It looked, it looks stupid. Didn't it? Yeah, I I don't know what he could see. I mean, at least he wasn't getting any glare on the side of the balls with those eyeballs with those big things. Yeah, that's what it was. But Rose, every time they cut to him, it was just terrible rookie stuff. I was watching him botch putts left and right, just in the sand, screwing things up, you know. Yeah, he he was holding it together for most of that round. And then on the back nine, it I, I guess he hit a couple bad shots on the, on the par three. Uh, which one is that in the back nine? The first one on the back nine. Um, he left that one in the bunker um, and, and lost a shot there. And, and and that was, I mean, there was a lot of green up there to work with, and he he just kind of block block faded one out there. Um, he he, you know, in watching those robot guys, you know, those super technical guys, which. Um, you know, there's a lot to be admired uh, from from those guys in the way that they play the game, the way they swing the golf club. But um, you know, they, they have they have a they make a lot of swings. Uh, they make a lot of rehearsals. Um, you know, they're really trying to ingrain the, just this one move that they're making. Just a know, repetition the of the exact same strike. 
Yeah, and it's almost like if if one comes off the rails a little bit, um, you know, then start questioning the programming a little bit or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Rose Rose definitely looks shaken up. Um, I didn't see much of you know, like we said, the earlier guys that were going. I know Garcia was charging. I wasn't watching at that point, but you were obviously tweeting up a, or texting a storm about that with Nino being your guy. Oh, Nino's my guy. So what was was he just hitting you know, absurd he, shots or he was just efficient or what was he was knocking down flag sticks. Oh really? I mean the whole back nine it was like he was just puring everything so he, going right at it. He too. just wasn't even having to worry about putts or anything. No, because that's yeah. a, that's a concern. You know, if he if if you leave him forty four feet, he's lucky to get it down in three. Mm. Two or you know, lucky to get it down in two, his chances are he's gonna three putt it. Right. Uh, but he was he was knocking him down. I mean, I love Nino because he's a field player. Um, right. His hands are so good, you know. And that's that's natural athletic talent. And um, watching him, you know, he has to do a lot of stuff very rigidly, kind of program himself into alignment, uh, getting set up to the ball. And you know, I mean, it, it can be a little frustrating. Watching oh him yeah, with the regrips. Oh, the regrips. Everyone's favorite. He's got to get his footing right. Mm-hmm. You know. But yeah, he digs in kind of like a dog taking a shit or something, right? When he's taking a swing, you know, when they'll spin around and kind of scratch the ground a little bit. That's basically Garcia with every approach, right? Yeah. To his ball. He kind of plants himself in there with his with his cleats, you know? Right. And uh, yeah, it, like, yeah, like no, no more Garcia par or something. He kind of takes his, you know, his ritual, his rituals very seriously as he, as he's up there. But, but I mean, you know, he's such a, such a phenom. I mean, he's, you know. His hands are so good. His move is so good. He doesn't do a whole lot of, you know, big picture golf swing stuff. Um, you know, he just he just kind of gets, you know, makes an unbelievable turn, um, you know, and lets his hands fly into the zone. And I, I love watching it. Yeah, I know he's one of your favorites. Um, you have that big Garcia, or now I'm saying Garcia Parra. You got me on the Garcia Parra. <laughs> uh, you got that big Garcia kind of fat head you like to bring around town, you know, take it out to the course, heckle some people from the gallery. You're a big uh, Nino guy. We all know this. Um, back to Tiger, I had some questions or just some observations and wanted to hear what you had to say. So he comes off burying that 44-footer on 17 to give himself a shot. And then 18... He kind of hits a short shot off the tee, right? He was probably like we were saying, just trying to really play it safe and give himself a shot on the green. He had the longest uh, shot in the entire day, right? On eighteen, yeah. And so he has that, and then gives himself again almost an equivalent putt to that forty-four footer on what looked like a much tougher green because you had guys rolling it all over the place. Where it, if it doesn't sit, that thing rolls anywhere it wants on that green. It looked like. So the thing I thought was interesting. He's not playing for second, right? Tiger doesn't give a give a fuck about second place, third no. place, the money. He doesn't care about any of that, right? He's not some young amateur trying to cash an extra fifty grand or something. It's irrelevant. How the hell did he leave that thing short? Then I couldn't believe he left it short, right? Because <laughs> yeah. it, it was a, it looked like a good line for that speed, but then it kind of curled a couple feet before the uh, hole. Yeah, I was shocked that he left it that short. Yeah. Um, you know, at that, at that distance, I, I think he's, I think he's just really trying to hone in on that line. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for him at that point, I think the the line is everything. Um, and, and he may, he just didn't give it enough. He probably had the line a little bit off. Um, and, and so it lost speed on that. Kind of getting pulled down that, that ridge yep. that Patrick's earlier yeah. putt got pulled back on. It got, it somehow, it, you know, the slope 
took the speed out of it. But uh, so he so the line was wrong. Right. But you know from that distance, I mean, in the one he hit before that on seventeen, I mean, that was line and speed on the button. So it was close. Right. I mean, it was a gr- it was a strong oh yeah, there time. was a sweat. It wasn't like you knew it was no good. You know, halfway you were sweating it all the way until it started curling right before the cup. But you're right. I just don't understand. Um, yeah, the 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 thought process on on eighteen um, laying so far back. Um, maybe he was in between clubs there. I think he just yeah. because like we talked about his short game still being kind of the best part right now. Yeah, that. I don't think he wanted to spray that first one and be in a situation where he was going to have to save and par would be the best he could do. You know, like if he just, yeah. he knows he'll have a long shot into the green, but, you know, I have a better shot of getting that on the green and then I'll just putt it and I'll put my brains out. With, <laughs> right, uh, right. I for, just with a shot 40, for the playoff. Whatever foot putt on the last one. I can do that again. Do you think, I'm, but, I'm just but, wondering, this is, what's that? Go ahead. Well, I'm, you know, that makes me think. You know, does he have full control over his over his nerves and his emotion as the adrenaline kicks up? Sorry, you're getting a little choked up. You're thinking about the old tiger, oh, you know? <laughs> dear. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, because he must have been he must have been feeling it there after the 44 foot putt he made. Uh, crowds going ballistic, right? You know, he, he's only he got seemed one to be behind him. Yeah, he seemed to be into the crowd a little more than the past two, right? Kind of giving him some love, him, right? Yeah. Showing him some some hands, you know. Right. He yeah. was he was he a little. Seen that. He, he opened up to us a little bit. I feel like at the Valspar, it was a coming out party maybe for the new Tiger, new and improved. Yeah. At least, <laughs> at least on the green and with the fans. I don't but know. But that's nervy there, leaving it 185 or whatever into the oh, yeah. into the 18th, and not not basically putting yourself in a more a better position to be more aggressive there. Like he wasn't, he wasn't comfortable with the adrenaline that he was feeling. <clears throat> right. Yeah. I mean, maybe that was just what it was that he, he was probably so jacked up because that, that feeling that he, was coming back after that. 40, clubs or right. That maybe he was so juiced up. He just didn't, didn't want to rip a drive because you know, the adrenaline, the nerves, everything was getting going again, like the old days. And he just didn't have the dominion over it. Like he once did, you know, Exactly. I mean, this is this is almost new to him again. It's being born anew, right? Yes, exactly. So well, a lot yeah. of this he has to relearn. It's like riding a bike; it'll come back to him. But you know, one forty-four footer at a time, maybe. Well, the you know the Bay Hill tournament, you know the Honor Arnold Palmer event <laughs> at Bay Hill, which he's won eight times. That's like playing in his backyard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He wins that game every time. Yeah. So we might see it again this weekend. That would that would be exciting for sure. We're, everyone would love to see that. Like you said, the ratings, you heard the crowd go nuts for him. Um, but why don't we... Is 40 the new 30? <laughs> 40 is the new guys? 30, and the Eldrick 2, Eldrick 3 Fusion is the new <laughs> you know, Tommy John. We've got all the new tricks coming through. So let's, uh, let's break it down for a second. We're going to take a break and dive into our new segment, Just the Tip, with Mike. Just the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. All right, so just the tip is going to be where Mike is going to give a tip, just a tip, for a hack and a scratch. He's going to pick, you know, any different sort of discipline within golf, be it the grip, you know, driving, wedge, play, putting, something like that, and kind of give a tip for a hack, tip for a scratch in whatever area. So, Mike, what do you got on this app for the fans? Yeah, just the tip. Just the tip. We're gonna start with the with the hack. Um, 
you know, so we know that uh, the turn, you know, the turn that you make um, in the golf swing is, you know, I think Sam Sneed said it best. He said, no, you know, no turn, no soup for you, you know, or something to that effect. Is that what he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't turn, you don't get any soup. Um, but uh, the turn is everything. And typically, you know, it's it's the hardest thing to learn because um, it's it's not something that you do um, in other athletic movements so much. Um, it, it's it's more learned. And uh, so what you you know you've heard of like a reverse weight shift. Um, so a lot of and a lot of great athletes, um, you know, star athletes like Michael Jordan and um, guys who've picked up the game coming from from different athletic arenas. Um, they they have a hard time with the with the turn and the balance through the swing. Uh, the taller you are, um, the more difficult it is to stay balanced as you're making this turn. Um, you know, as you're looking at the ground, you know it's, it's uh, can be a little awkward. So there's a drill. Um, this this is the tip. You know, there's a drill for for beginners, um, and that is forget about the golf ball. Um, grab uh, five iron. Grab 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 a club. Um, go out and make some practice swings, and you're going to be rehearsing um, something, which is. Just just make a make a nice easy practice swing with the golf club. You know, take your take your stance. Imagine that you that you have a ball uh, on the ground, but don't focus too much on that. Just make a practice swing. Maybe clip the grass, and then come to the finish of your of your swing, and hold that finish. Now, what what we would hope for you to have at the finish of that swing is for all your weight to be on your left foot, for your chest. In your in your head to be facing um, where you intended to swing that golf club and have that ball go, um, and for your for your right foot uh, right heel to be off the ground, um, pivoted like you're like you're bowling like you finished the uh, bowling a ball, and and then hold that finish and then from that held position take the swing all the way in one movement take the swing all the way back to the top of the backswing on the other side. Um, so are you doing when you're doing the swing? So you're setting up set to doing the practice swing, like you were saying. When you finish your swing and you're holding that follow through, and when you're when you reverse it, are you going that same full speed back, or should it be like a fifty percent going back, just focusing on the balance 50%. shift? Yeah, and just, just focus fo- on shifting the balance from that front front foot back to the back foot. Exactly. Mm. And what you'll find is that. The back, the top of the backswing position will feel different than it was. It'll feel more um, tight, probably more loaded, um, and you'll have more control over that over that position. Um, it'll feel more natural. So the first time you do it, um, you know, before you've held your finish, you take the backswing, you come to the finish. You know, that backswing might be a little lazy, might be a little off, but the finish will be good. And then when you take that that movement all the way back to the top of the backswing, that will feel solid too. So that, now you'll have a solid feeling at the top of the backswing. You'll be on balance. And then you can take that full speed right back to the finish again and hold it. And now you've got two solid positions. So this is really starting to ingrain the muscle memory is what you're looking to yeah, do. Like you said, exactly. where maybe what you're doing now with that backswing isn't really setting up the weight distribution right. But once you work in reverse from the solid finish 
you'll feel, like you said, more loaded, feel more the where your balance is. It, it, it just helps you sort of feel, I guess, how the balance should change and what feels natural versus just getting up there and swinging as hard as you can and wondering why you, you can't hit anything solid, right? Exactly. I like it. So what do we have then for the, uh, the scratch? For the scratch. Um, yeah, so my buddy hits me up the other day and he's like, uh, hey, I'm working on, I'm working on an extension. It feels great. I can't wait to get out and hit some balls with this. I, I think it's going to work out tremendously. All right, cool. Yeah, so like, what are you doing to work on extension? Um, I've got some weights. Um, I'm using some weights to, 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 you know, swing back. No club or anything. Just got weights. I'm like, what? How big are the weights? You know? And he sends me a picture. They're like 15 pounders. I'm that, like. That he's putting on the edge of the club? That, no, he's just holding. He's just, he's oh, just got okay. weights. Yeah. You know? It's like he's in the gym. And, right. And he's working on, working on an extension. Hmm. Um, the extension is just how far the arms are getting away from the body or just how far you can rotate on the backswing? How or far you can stay centered. Mm-hmm. And and let the weight get away from you. Gotcha. Yeah, as you're as you're staying centered or turning, mm-hmm. um, which uh, you know it's the off season, right? So all the you know all the good players out there, all you guys are, are are I I would imagine starting to ramp up, get to the driving range, maybe go, you know, see your see your local golf pro for a lesson. Sure, going to the pro shop trying to get the new threads, right? Yeah, we maybe. all know looking good, playing good, right? <laughs> looking good, playing good. Um, there were some bad. There were some bad shoes. Was it <laughs> Justin Rose's shoes? There was awful. I didn't notice his glasses and the shoes. I mean, it's, come on, tighten it up out there. <laughs> um, so yeah, so for you know for for extension. Now you know it's great. It's great to work on extension. Um, you know, but part of part of extension so i don't think that you need 15 10 pound weights to, to to you know basically ingrain that um into your swing you know you just basically need to as you as you get into the season here and you start ramping up and and uh, working on your game remember that you know that practicing slow um on the driving range uh, is is an invaluable thing so you want it you want to be making especially as you start to get going you don't want to let your speed get away from you on the driving range as you're practicing. You want to you want to start slow, um, seventy you know seventy eighty percent something like that. So the slower you move off the ball with the golf club, naturally the more extension you're going to have um, because you're going to allow you're going to feel the weight of the club more. You're going to allow um, for that club to get to basically get um, to to get to a good point of extension on the backswing um, in that first that first part of the backswing um, and um, uh, and so the, the checkpoint, you know, for the um, for the scratch out there, is is take a look at you know take a look at that first position where the golf club has gotten to parallel to the ground, okay, and check check that position as you're working you know on the range working on your swing here. Check that parallel position to the ground because that's the that's basically the entire backswing. From there, you're just going to make a you're going to finish off your turn, right? And so when you get to that parallel position, you don't want your hands too close to your body at that point. Okay, you want some some distance between your your uh, your hands and your 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 hips or your belts, and now you've got some space. Okay. And just check if that club is square. So if it's not square at that point, if it's closed or it's too open, then you might need to go down and, and take a look at your grip and, and make sure that the club is sitting square in your grip. But you know that's a good 
good thing to use here early in the season to get your swing um, on plane with good extension um, and and you know start 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 slow finish finish strong I like that so basically for the scratch golfer like you said they're starting to get the juices flowing for the you know the country clubs and the courses opening up soon they might be doing too much too fast swinging 50 pound dumbbells look around at me yeah, yeah trying to get the extension going all, all, all you know i've been working out all winter i'm, I'm fit i'm ready right. this is the year this They're is the year for it's me it's like guys who go to vegas for the first time you burn yourself out on the flight out there and you don't even in you're passed out the entire uh, vacation right yeah exactly. you don't want to hurt yourself uh with these dumbbells or swinging a thousand times a day and if they don't play well early you know and then they mess it up and then you know for the rest of the, they're, they're guessing you right know, they're searching for something for the or rest they're working the around some nagging injury now that they created and <laughs> right. your whole swing's jacked up like justin rose was on uh, sunday <laughs> Yeah, well, that was the inaugural Just the Tip segment with Mike. Hopefully, we're going to get more tips rolling in. Everyone will become a scratch. We're going to turn the hacks into scratches and the scratches into pros, Mikey. That's right. Just the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. No, there it was. What a segment, Mikey. I love it. That was good. Some deep cuts there. Some good stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, let's dive in. I wanted to just kind of briefly do a little self-indulgent chatter here on Arizona state golf right now. I know where we're going here. So so Arizona state hoops, obviously getting back into the tournament was big for the alums like myself. Just, I was looking, I noticed it watching the Valspar on Sunday that they showed the FedEx cup standings. And now after that, with Paul Casey's wins, you have four Sun Devils in the top nine of the FedEx Cup standings right now, Mike. That's crazy. Lefty at three, John Rahm at five, Casey at eight, and then at Pat Perez Golf, Pat Perez sitting there at nine. They're all in their 40s. It's an, yeah, these are all older three guys, four, except for Rahm. Yeah, yeah. These are all older guys, and it's unbelievable to me, though. Just a lot of these guys resurgent here now in their careers, somehow creeping into the top ten, but... Having four out of the uh, top nine from ASU is quite a feather in our cap. And they're all like swashbuckling. They're all fun guys. Just fun, fun dudes. Yeah. All class acts who you'd love to tilt a couple brews with maybe. But they're, you know, they're slashers. I mean, yeah, yeah, they're they're, they're guys who get after it in the golf swing. Well, the interesting thing too, Mike, when you look, yeah, you look at them all, they, they kind of are very, four very different players too, right? It's not like they're cut from the same cloth with regard to how they play, you know? No, exactly. They're not robots. Yeah. Not robots. And Rom, None of those guys are. Rom's really mastering that new, the new hip thing, right, is that short backswing. And uh, he's kind of got that dialed in, but somehow still generating the power from it, right? Yeah, he was talking about um, you know, what he does for extra distance. Um, and, uh, we yeah, getting he, into he the bedroom it. here with him or <laughs> unbelievable, Mikey, oh. working blue already, yeah. a blue collar working blue. Um, so he has a, he has what we call a weak left-hand grip. Um, he's a, again, we're in the bedroom, Mikey, yeah. let's clean it up here. Okay. All right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'll bring it up a notch. Um, so he, you know, he's a big, strong guy. Well, hold on. Oh, no, um, no, he, uh, he's got a weak left-hand grip. So he was saying when he, when he likes, when he wants to, um, hit one, you know, hit one far. He he strength strengthens his left hand grip up. Uh, that's his that's his deal because you know a strong a strong left hand grip is usually associated with with power hitting it farther. He doesn't even need that, and and he he's one of the longest guys in tours. He's such a big big guy, you know. He's got a powerful 
powerful swings though. So he, he actually has a left, we kept left hand grip. If he wants to tone it up, you know, take it up a notch or two, he, he strengthens up that left hand and lets it fly. I like that. But that yeah, might be a future, cool that might be a future, just the tip from you too. That might be. But yeah, I just wanted to toot the devil's horn for a moment, Mike, because I thought that was pretty impressive that, like you said, the resurgent guys and the young upstart and John Rahm, you got four of them in the top nine of the FedEx Cup standings. Up. Hopefully one of them it's can bring it home, up. right? Lord knows they all need the money, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so now just getting into the Arnold Palmer Invitational coming up here. Arnold Palmer alert! Arnold Palmer alert! Who wants some Arnie Palmies? So, Mike, <laughs> we all want some Arnie Palmies this weekend, right? We got Tiger back playing again. He always plays at Arnie's, right? Um, I was looking, I just briefly glanced at the, uh, the lineup of the players who are going to be going. It doesn't seem like a wildly, at least in terms of sort of the superstars, don't seem to be a lot of them in there, but there's a, a grip enough to keep us in. Tiger's all you need to be interested, right? Yeah. And then you got Jason Day. Right. Oh, Day. Vertigo is going to be back Vertigo's out there, huh? in there, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So what, what kind of, if you just had to have a few comments, he wants, maybe. He wants a piece of Tiger. Does he? Uh, yeah. He's... Tiger's his, you know, his, his, his hero. Yeah. And so I'm sure he wants, you know, he wants to prove that he's, he's on the level. Well, he'll get he's his that, shot. You know, he's there. Yeah. Jason Day's there. He's going to get his shot. What, uh, if you had to say anything just about the tournament or the course maybe or something, is there any, any sort of tidbits you can drop on us here going into the weekend or something to look for with maybe someone in the field? Like you just said, Jason yeah. Day wanting to crack at Eldrick. Yeah. It, um, Bay Hill is, is, it's, it's not a course that, um, on the you know on the surface uh, rewards you know a longer player versus a shorter player or someone with a better short game versus not a better short game. Um, I, I I think it I think if you're gonna if you're gonna find something that um, Bay Hill exposes, it's probably iron play um, and 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 you know ball control. You know the wind can move there. It's it's outside of Orlando, land of the lakes. You know you're gonna get, <laughs> you, you can get some you know you can get some wind wind currents. Um, kind of like, uh, the players, um, it, they're not, you know, that similar, but, uh, um, you know, they're in the same part of, uh, Florida that, that, you know, that Northern part and, uh, the wind, the wind moves, um, you know, you've got greens that, uh, um, you know, that, that are open to the wind and stuff. So you got to really control it in there. You got to really hit it pure, you know, with your irons and, um, and you got to know where to miss it. But, um, so, you know, it doesn't really favor anybody, but Tigers won eight times there. You know he could play it in his sleep. I, I, you know, I think he contends again. Maybe he I gets he on the ambient and does play it in his sleep this weekend. You <laughs> never know, right? He might get back he's on the pills. Got to do something to work on that that adrenaline rush, <laughs> right? You know, he's got to he's got to take control of that thing. So I have finish, finish it. I have two questions for you to wrap it up here, um, and just on the Arnold, Arnold Palmer, Arnie Palmy. Uh, I just had a question, two questions here. So. Saying Ty, assuming Tiger makes it to Sunday, doesn't withdraw, doesn't obviously hack it up and miss out. What is Tiger's final score when Sunday wraps up mm. for the tournament? What do you what do you put Tiger at? Just your projection here, your prediction. Uh, I, I I think that he's going to I think he's going to make the cut, um, but I don't think that he's going to be in the, uh, towards the lead. Um, I, I, you know, I think he'll be in the middle of the pack after the cut. Um, I think he will, you know, have a decent Saturday, but leave himself too far back. And then, and then he'll show us some glimpses on Sunday. I think minus seven, I think minus 13, 14 wins that tournament. 
Okay. Um, so, you know, I, you know, he could also, you know, I mean, he could also grab this lead. I mean, it's his course, it's his tournament. Um, you know, if he's, you know, he said after the, uh, Valspar, uh, post game interview that he was, uh, he needed a day of rest, definitely needed a day of rest. I mean, I've got to imagine that, you know, after four days grinding like that, putting himself in that situation, um, he's feeling it. Yeah, you know, the mental and physical, the, the physical stress side of it. The you can't recreate stress. that, right? Even if you go out and play without anything on the line, you can't recreate it. No, no, not at all. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how his body is. But, you know, if his body feels good, you know, I, I think that uh, he can go out and win this golf tournament. I love it, Mikey. So, yeah, you heard it there. He's he's back and forth on Tiger. He has a shot, but he might be middle of the pack. So hopefully, well, minus seven. Hopefully we get Same a little. Minus look. seven. I like the way Adam Scott's trending. Oh, there it is. Yep. A little free nugget for all yep. the people who actually stuck around this long. You got a little Adam Scott. Run to your window. Run to the Superbook at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. Boy, John. All right. We'll see you all soon. Thanks for hanging. All right, guys.